0: Welcome to the Musquamacate Beach Podcast, a podcast spotlighting the businesses, newsmakers, events, and memories of Rhode Island's historic Musquamacate Beach.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Musquamacate Beach Podcast. Uh, I am, once again, Ben Barber, the producer of the show, one of the producers of the show. And here with me today is the president of the Musquamica Business Association and the owner of the Windjammer and the Atlantic Beach Parking Lot. Did I get that right?
0: Well, it's Atlantic Beach Park. Atlantic we're more Beach than Park. just the parking lot. I'm sorry. We're a little bigger than that. Come on, Ben. Give me a little so more credit sorry.
1: than that. Uh, Charles Treffis, thank you for joining me today, Charles.
0: No worries. I'm um, going to be here.
1: So how long have you been the president of the MBA? I think
0: we're coming up on, it's either four or five years this year. Oh, wow. So I've had quite a run so
1: far. And were you any positions before that?
0: I was Vice President for one year before I got roped into being president, and here I am.
1: <laughs> do you like it
0: uh yeah, actually I do otherwise I, well, I you know I would have given it up by now if I didn't you know being able to work with the m b a has been uh it's been a really cool thing you know we've been we've grown a lot in the time that I've been there, and seeing what we've done and what we're doing and where we're moving has been really pretty exciting
1: that's awesome um. The last five years have been kind of huge for the NBA. You know, the the, the festivals have grown uh, exponentially, and um, the the revival of the drive-in uh, has has been happening, and just cleaning up the beach in general and stuff. So you were uh, five years, it's 2018, you're coming up on five years, so did you take over just after Sandy?
0: Uh, it was a little bit after that. Uh, yeah. George was there through that, George Tattersall. Um, and then... I took over after he did. So he, get, he did a really good job of getting the ball rolling, and him and Kaz did a whole lot of work at that period of time and getting through the hurricane and, you know, and help rebuilding Musquamica in that sense. Um, I picked up right after, they, you know, right after George did and kind of took off and just, you know, we're doing the best we can to keep the ball rolling from here.
1: That's awesome. Well, I personally, as somebody who enjoys Musquamica Beach, I think that you're doing a fantastic job with that. Um, and the Windjammer. So how long have you... Has that been in your family for years? Is it, I, Atlantic, I don't
0: really know. Yeah, no. Atlantic Beach Park was started in 1921 um, by my grandfather. And he built it up. And it was the end of the Norwich-Westerly trolley line. And he picked up the end of the line. So everybody got dropped off right there. Smart move on his part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my father and my uncle took over after, after he passed away. Uh, my grandmother was still involved up until... She passed in her 90s. Uh, and then they kept it up and going. My father, after he passed, I took over his share. I uh, worked with my uncle as partners for a few years. And we've now split the company and I've taken over. And this will be the start of my second full year owning it myself.
1: So you must have a lot of memories of the whole, of everything since you were a little kid then.
0: I grew up down there. Yeah. I've been on that beach since I was a little kid. I mean, we moved to. You know, I live a mile and a half away from my work, so my commute is like nothing every day. Yeah. Um so for me being able to make that transition was incredible. But when I was a kid, we didn't live at the house. We lived at the park. So I grew up literally living on the beach in Mesquamacet all summer long.
1: That's that's crazy. I don't <laughs> think that I went I live maybe I lived, I live closer now, but I, I grew up probably 20 minutes from here, and um, I don't think that I had gone to Musquamica Beach until I was, like, a senior in high school.
0: Did you grow up north of here or south of here? North. That's uh, why you didn't go to R- Musquamica. R-
1: Richmond. Right, that's why you didn't go to Musquamica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never, I mean, my well, my parents didn't take me to do anything, honestly. I never went to see a movie or, <laughs> like, we didn't do anything, but I don't think that I ever went to the beach. Um... So I, I can't even imagine what growing up with the beach as your front yard.
0: You grow up with a lot of sand in your sheets. Um, <laughs> cause as a kid, man, I mean, you're running back and forth, dude. You're always sleeping in sand. Uh, for me, what it was, I mean, it was a really cool experience. Um, and one that, you know, I think a lot of people should have, and most people obviously never will. Um, everybody travels to get to the beach, but when you wake up with it on your doorstep every day, um... It's a great thing. The only problem with it is, and it seems to turn into, is you kind of start taking these things for granted. You know, we walk out, my office is at the beach. I live at the beach. We work at the beach. The whole NBA, this is what we do. Um, so sometimes you really take it for granted. You don't just walk out and, and enjoy that view or enjoy that sunset. Um, I think if you ask most of us, because of the amount that we work and you know the amount of things that we do down there and the struggles that we have and how long we push through the season that we have, we don't really enjoy it all that much, you know. It's winter time, and then we go to somebody else's beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we we just don't really get to. We don't get to enjoy, you know, as as fully as we probably should our own area, and that's a shame. It really is because we have one heck of an area.
1: So, what is your favorite time for Musquamica? Like, there's there's the winter where um, I ca- hate the winter. Where where Caswell has said you're you're mostly. <laughs> working on planning the summer and, uh, and, you know, the whole season. So, and, and, you know, the winter's not, not fun anywhere near a beach. Nope. Um, Cause you just, it's a constant reminder of hoping for, you know, you know, wishing it wasn't this time of the year um, <laughs> because of how great the rest <laughs> of the year is. Um, but what is your favorite? Is it, you know, the spring, the fall, um, the festivals, the, the, when, when all of the tourists come, like, what is your favorite part of the beach now? What, what is your favorite time of year now? Um, My favorite time is
0: really still the summer. Um, it's when we're flat out and we're busy and everybody's, you know, and Mesquamika is just popping in general. You know, when we've got all those people in Mesquamacate and everybody's down there enjoying themselves and they're there and they're seeing the beach, you know, a lot of the people coming down, like I said earlier, it, it's you know it's not something that they get to experience every day. So watching them enjoy that, and being able to see that and see what we're doing is a great reward. So that busiest part of the summer is one of the best times. But you know, fall's a little sad because you're starting to see it go. Spring, you got that build up. Yeah. You know, and for you know, for me, you get that build up down there and everything's starting to get exciting and you're starting to ramp up, and then you get that first busy weekend and you know, all heck breaks loose and you weren't ready for it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you
0: sit there and you try like hell To make sure that you're ready for it And you're just not
1: And then you just kind of hold you know, on all the way until fall Right, and then yeah. you
0: grab a You know, you grab a handful, man You just hang on <laughs> And then by the time you get everybody set And you get everything running And you get in a groove It's Labor Day Yeah You know, and then everything's winding down
1: So I would think Growing up here um, And and your family um, Owning the park for, for so long Uh that you probably know like you're in a, you're in a fantastic position to be the president of the MBA because you probably have known most of these business owners for most of your life hmm. are, are, well th- that brings me to a question do you think that m- are there a majority of businesses who are owned by people who have owned them for years in Squawkenaket or is there a lot of turnover or new people coming in we seem to have to a pretty area? good
0: we seem to have a pretty good retention on the amount of people and the length of businesses down there. There are always going to be those that come and go. Uh, We've got a pretty good retention with guys and, you know, and just people down there that have been there for quite a while. Um, You know, I'm third generation. The Clutchies, that family has been there with the Andrea as long as, as long as I can remember. You know, Patty's hasn't changed hands in quite a long time. Those guys have been there I'm going, to get mis- I'm going to misquote this. I know I am, and I know I'm going to get in trouble for it. But they've been there like 15, 20 years now, whatever it is. They got a long run. Send your hate mail
1: to uh, yeah. Charles Treffis, care of the NBA.
0: Care of the NBA. <laughs> um, just tag it. We love Caswell. He'll be fine.
1: Actually, send the, send the hate mail to Caswell Cook.
0: Yes. Just, yes. just he, find Caswell Cook's email. He's fine. Send any hate mail to him. There you go. Yep. <laughs> and if you <laughs> hate this and hate what I'm saying, my name is George.
1: Oh, man. Um, yeah, but
0: we've got a good group <laughs> of people that have been down there for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, I think that with them, you know, it's, we have a bright future.
1: So you've, you've probably known, I mean, you've known a lot of these people since you were a kid.
0: Yeah. Um, like, I walk in the shore Crest Country store, and I mean, it's, you know, these people I've known for my entire life. Right. You know, I used to ride my bike there when I was a kid. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> you know now i'm driving in, so it's the same thing I mean, I still walk in there you know a few times a week or whatever it is, and you know, you see these same people you know norm down at Sam's and Kluoucci like I said, and the guys at patty's and you know Tim I mean these guys you know tim's actually a newcomer, yeah you know, with two fish um they're the new kids on the block it don't even know how many years they've been there now, ten years something
1: yeah um sam's is a is a gem that i Recently personally discovered Like two years ago Two or three years ago Just Yeah I just uh,
0: You need to get out more often I really dude. do I really, really do i really, really do
1: See that's what I told Caswell The the fun thing about him Forcing me to be the host Of this show Is that um I get to learn New things every Every episode Because I'm such a novice To this area Again And I shouldn't be But um Yeah no That's gotta be comforting Also to if I'm a business owner in Musquamica and I'm a member of the MBA I'm excited to have somebody that I know that I've known since he was a little kid who I know has the best intentions for everybody and for the for the area and for the business association you know what I mean yeah like I would be stoked <laughs> <laughs> if I if uh if, if somebody that I knew that well was was in charge
0: so there's a fine line I think with a lot of us down there and it's a a little term that I I end up kind of using a NASCAR term for it. Um it's cooperation. Um we try, you know, with the NBA, we're all cooperating. We realize that there is a bigger focus. And I believe most of them, you know, most of the businesses of could here, you know, adhere to it and believe in it. Um we can do more together than we can do apart. But yet we're still all cooperate, you know. Cooperating, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're all still in competition with each other. You all want to have a great year, you just want to have the best. But I want everybody else to have a good year, too. Absolutely, as much as yeah, I want to win because that's my nature. You know, I want to have the best year that I can possibly have, and I want to do the best that I can for my guests and my people. And you know, the hundred people that we have on staff, I want them to be as successful as possible.
1: And the more people, I mean, the more people that are coming in theory, at least, the more people that are coming to the windjammer, you know, the more people would be. Going, oh hey, what are those uh, what are those water slides about? You know?
0: It's better for everybody. Absolutely. You know, we need more hotels in Mesquamacet. Why? So I'm really happy to see, you know, Maria's putting a hotel up and the blown is doing that with her family. That's great. We need more, you know, we need more hotels. We need length of stay. You know, day tripping is, is a wonderful thing, but if we can get people to come down for two, three days at a time, that's a win for everybody in Misquamicate because now everybody's splitting that business up. They're not just gonna go one place every day. They will venture out. When you come down for that one day trip, you're going to pick your spot. Yeah. You know, everybody's got their favorite spot to be, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's the way it is. And they pick them for their own reasons.
1: Yeah. But if you have that two or three day um, time frame, then there's, I mean, there's tons of area to explore. Oh, yeah. And uh,
0: we're more than a parking lot. Yeah. (laughs) We really are. And not just my place, but in general, Mesquamacate, it's not just a parking lot. And I know that's such a huge misconception. I know Caswell spoke about it. Um, But it's something that we've battled with the NBA. Um, And even people think that the NBA is just that parking lot. Um, That's a state parking lot. That's all it is. We've got all these other businesses, all these other parking lots, all these other areas down there that need to be explored. I get people that come down my end and they're like, oh, I've been coming to Mesquamacate for 20 years and I never knew this existed. Really, we've been here since we've been here almost 100 years now. <laughs> you know, it's trying to pull those people for us, trying to pull them past the State Beach parking lot. Yeah. For the other end of the beach, it's trying to get them to turn right. So, you know, it, so many people just have that conception of Musquamigate as a parking lot. And people pull into my own place and go, Well, when does Musquamigate open? Yeah. You know, you sit there looking around going, <laughs> uh, We're open. You know, we're, we're not just that lot.
1: So as I said, I did, I never really came down much to the beach until uh, high school, and uh, you know, to the to the main state beach. Um, so all I really knew was the parking lot, and then Paddy's because it's right there, mm-hmm. and then a little bit of the area with the carousel and the and the rides and and everything. Um, like th- this is I'm just explaining my mind coming. And then in my twenties, I was like. Oh the windjammer. Hey, this exists. This is cool and like the Andrea, you know, like um going out and and eating and drinking and stuff and being right on the beach, like right on the water um with the with the back uh porches and and everything. Like this, this place is gorgeous and ridiculous and like but but I never took the time to explore it before that. So um I th- I that would be great if there was a if, if there are more hotels and more opportunity for people to stay for a couple of days. And also Caswell talked a lot about how most of your, um, most of your tourists uh, that are, that are coming in the summer are coming from sort of far away. Yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of people from Connecticut, Massachusetts, New York.
0: That's, that's where our base comes from.
1: So those people would love to stay more than a day. If if they had the opportunity to, I think they would. But there's nowhere. Westerly in general doesn't have a hotel, like really, like not really. No, no, not like a like a hotel. Like they have places where you can stay, but I, I would assume that the closest thing to a like a big hotel would be um, La Quinta in Connecticut, right?
0: Yeah, for like a national brand. Yeah, um, there are a lot of local mom pa. Type places um, and there's a few on the beach. So Pleasant View has been on the beach for years. They're doing a great job. Venice, they do a good job over there with a the week of plug in. So there are a few. Um, Breezeway, don't want to forget them. Um, but not trying to plug or not plug anybody because I'm going to get myself in trouble. So send that hate mail to Caswell again. And if you anyway, want if to, I and I if, forgot, if you want
1: to know, check out uh, musquamakit Yeah, for a full list of
0: um, yeah, there is a full list on stay. our on our site. Um, so. Getting back to that, you're right. We just need more hotels. We need more rooms so that people have places to stay. These people are coming out of Connecticut. They are coming out of New York. They, I would think that they'd like to be here for more than just that one day. And it's not even so much. You know, it can be done on the local brand side. We don't need a Hilton. We don't need a Marriott. Um, you know, we do have some nice hotels. There's a couple. You know, Watch Hill. I mean, you got. The- the ocean house down there you got the weak ball game we've got the high end and we've got the mid-range so you know we're, we're pretty well covered we just need some more beds
1: yeah all right when i think wind jammer i think music
0: yeah we have a lot of that
1: um has it always been like that uh in recent memory yeah yeah
0: um it was a roller skating rink at one point in time Oh, I don't wow. know if you remember that. I do not. Um, but through a long time up into the 70s, se- you know, from way back when through the 70s into the 80s with disco and Caswell's age that he loved so much with disco. <laughs> um, with all of that, you know, and then after, after we had all that aspect of it, then it kind of started to switch over to a bar and we started getting into some bigger bands and doing some other things. So we've been known, you know, for a while now as a really good music venue in Musquamacut. Like
1: What's the biggest act that you can remember coming through.
0: There's been some big ones way back. Yeah. Uh, Meatloaf was there way back. Stevie B, um, Steppenwolf, Two oh. Life Crew. <laughs> that was an interesting show. Um, Huey Lewis and the, uh, the News. So at one point in time, there was some big acts that were going through. The yeah. room was set up differently at that point in time yeah. to be able to accommodate a larger act like that. Right. Now it's we, we you know we have our focus on local, you know local acts that everybody likes,
1: which is awesome. Um, and I'm a big fan of local acts. Um, so I also heard that there was wrestling at one point at the Windjammer, which is something that everybody brings up. I I have to say I produced I produced a couple wrestling shows in the town. For, for for the for the festivals and yeah. and some at the armory, and mainly because of Chris DePaulo, the owner of WBLQ, I have gotten this stigma now as being the wrestling guy. So everybody comes up to me and goes, "Hey, you know that they used to do wrestling shows down at the Windjammer? They did." And every couple of them. everyone talks to me about this, and I go, "I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not doing that. I I did that. I, you know I." produced a couple of shows because i had some friends that we were
0: well you know maybe later that's something we can uh, we can discuss um <laughs> but you know, uh maybe so, so bringing uh, in a new one so what happened with that uh it was just one of those things they run their course it was somebody like yourself that came in as a promoter and they ran a few shows i don't even remember being that big like or, or that many of them so the fact that you got people come up to you saying I guess it
1: left an impression hey what yeah. was
0: going on um, I think it was just a fun thing. It was like when we did him at the festivals and stuff like that, which I know you were involved with. And uh, watching Apollo up there getting his butt kicked trying to wrestle was hilarious. Oh man, um, he
1: almost he almost had a real fight on his hands. <laughs> he <laughs> he got in the ring. He he got in the ring with a microphone and he just told the audience like, "This is going to be real, not like all the like everybody faking it that's been in the room before." And I was like, Oh man, don't say that. Yeah, no. When I have a tent full of real professional wrestlers, get out of here quick. He he came back and apologized profusely. <laughs> but I was uh so so we we kinda got off of that. But um speaking of big acts, I'm uh I've been told to ask you about this. Um you have by somebody who's—I'm not going to say his name again because we've given him too much airtime. You damn right. Um, and uh, if he wants more, he's going to have to pay us per name drop. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a push to get more big acts, or one—you want a big national country act? Is that? I believe that's what I was told.
0: I'm open. Um, country's a great market. Um, it's a great festival market. It really is. If you look at a lot of the festivals that are going on, they a lot of them key and on country acts or at least one or two of them through the week. Um yes, I have an opinion, I have a position, you know, that I would like to see a larger act at one of the festivals, if not both. Um we have dabbled in it in the past. Um one of the problems that we have with it, and I'm gonna be play devil's advocate for myself here, one of the problems that we do have with it is that it's a weather-dependent show. Um, so without a big tent or without something like that for shelter, we can lose some on that. And so that part you know can be problematic. However, you know with the right planning, the right finances in place, I s- still am going to continue to push for us to lobby and to be able to get a bigger act in Musquamacut. I want to see that, how can I put it, not a national, but like a just past national Uh act. Uh So somebody that everybody knows, somebody from the 80s, somebody from the 90s even, or even a startup act. Um, There was a story that came out about one of the country acts. They booked in to one of the festivals that was out there. They kept it. They had a single that came out. Their single skyrocketed. They were suddenly doing stadium shows. They still went back into this mom festival because they still had the thing. Yeah. These guys got lucky. You know, they could have canceled. They're like, no, these guys gave us a shot. You know, they were going to book us when we weren't anybody. They gave them a shot. Um, we've had a lot of startup acts like that in Musquamucket. You know, you, somebody else had mentioned a lot of the older acts that were down here in his. So I'm not going to go through that. But a lot of acts started down here.
1: Right. And there's a lot of great yeah. acts now that come to the festival. There um, are there are. There are fantastic acts that come to the festival now and there's great local acts and there's um great acts of yesteryear. <laughs> uh but to have that big name value would you know, essentially you would you would assume would would almost pay for itself if the circumstances were right.
0: Yes. I agree. Um, we need to put that bigger act in place to be able to... Th- if you don't have the bigger act, you don't have the draw. With a little act, you're not going to get the draw. You're going to get the same people that are going to show up. Um, so for us to be able to put a larger act in there in place and be able to have somebody come down with a bigger name you know, is going to draw more people to the festival. That, in turn, is going to draw more people to the restaurants, the bars, the hotels... And those things that are in the area. So, if you put an act in that's going to draw, you know, eight, 9,000 people, 10,000 people, that's a big bonus. You know, for a festival that's drawing, you know, really well, you know, and it's been going on for a long time now, having that economic push is still big. Now, it's just trying to get that, you know, it's trying to get that money together. So, if you're, you know, if you're a company who wants to sponsor a big act, let us know because um, we're we're you know we're still looking in that range and that's something that we're really trying to push for.
1: That's also I'm excited about that. I think that it's something that's going to happen. I um I don't see how. I'm it's, glad you have faith. I don't see how it's not going to happen. I don't see how they don't how everybody doesn't say all right. Let's let's put the let's put this idea to the test. Let's try it once. It's the money. Let's do the gamble. Money can be found. It can be. Money but can be found. It's not so much the it's not so much the full
0: spectrum of the money. Right. It's that we don't have in the middle of winners the MBA to pay, you know, to put off a big down payment. Right. You know, we're talking you know, we're talking bigger acts. We're talking acts that are not five, six thousand dollars, eight thousand dollars. We're talking acts that are fifty, sixty, seventy thousand yeah. dollar acts. That's a big chunk. You know, it's a big chunk to put out there for one night. Definitely. But I really think that even that being said, I honestly, I'm here to believe that we need to have that type of an act. We need to have that type of a push. And that's something that the NBA, I think, you know, I've been pushing for. And, you know, has gained a little bit of traction, but it's a hard sell.
1: And I think that it's something that, like you just said, um, you know, in the, in the dead of winter, when it's the, the slow time for the NBA, there isn't that money to put as a down payment for the act right now, so it's, it's something that would take planning and time, and you know, not going to happen in 2018.
0: No, it's not happening this year, guys. Sorry, but
1: um, but but I do think that it, it will happen, and I think that it could happen sooner. Ben off think. camera
0: said he was going to sponsor a whole bunch of money. I did. He um, did. I did. He said uh, he had this big national wrestling tell, thing or something going on. Friends, I don't know, I don't, but he said he was going to do something, and he said he had a whole lot of money he was going to put towards this.
1: I don't know why I brought it up. If no one could ever associate my name with wrestling again, <laughs> that would be fine with me. I'm not I'm proud of everything. See, I would have let it all go. I'm proud of you everything. You brought it up again. I'm proud of everything that we did, but uh <laughs> No, I I I uh I think that it's it's definitely possible. Um and uh and I and I think that it's going to happen. What would you say is your if you have one project that the NBA is doing right now? That you really want to advertise, you really want to publicize right now. Um, whether it's, you know, cleaning up the beaches or the the, the bike paths, I think uh, Caswell was talking about. I said his name. There is, I you know you did. Um, what's the one initiative that you guys are pushing for right now that you'd like to, to end on?
0: Uh, we're still pushing on the festivals. That's really still our biggest thing because um, that's such a great. It's a great gen- uh, revenue generating for the entire area. Um, and it's just great for the town. It's great for the people that are here. It brings a lot of people to Mesquamacate overall. It helps us on our shoulder seasons. Um, meaning that, you know, spring and fall, it helps a draw to Um So that's really still a big one for us. We've got a Musquapoli, Yeah, that's a weird word. Um, a Musquapoli game, which is a Mesquamacate-opoly game. Um <laughs> So we have that and that's going to be, on your face. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's just a weird name. It makes perfect sense. But when you put it out loud, it's like huh? Um So we got that coming out and that, that, you know, that's coming together really well. All the businesses got together, Musquamacket and I, you know, uh, Tim from Two Fish helped spearhead all of that. So that was been great. We have the drive-ins coming up. We've got so many different events that are, that are on the board that we work so hard for but I still think the festival is really still our biggest push in that respect.
1: Awesome. Um well we are going to have a lot of conversations with people leading up to the festivals um which are uh the first second weekend in May. Mother's Day weekend, yeah. Okay, so Mother's Day weekend and then obviously you have the busy season and then you have the fall to fall festival in September to close it out. Yeah. Um will you do me a favor? Sure. Will you come back on in the fall when everything slows down and uh, talk do to me again? Better. I'll do you one better.
0: I'll do you one in the fall, and I'll even make you come down to me. All right. We'll sit out on the patio, and i a little quieter spot, but we'll sit out on the patio and we'll actually describe in one of these what it is that we're looking at, and we'll take a look at the bar, we'll take a look at the people, and we'll kind of do an overview of Musquamica at that point in time.
1: That's awesome.
0: I'll even take time out of my day to do that for you one day during the summer. Mainly, but you got to promise me one thing. All you right. put on a whole lot of sunscreen, dude, because I think you're going to burst into flame.
1: I am very, very pale. Yes. I am translucently pale. Yeah. We have
0: a white table in front of us, and I don't know which is glowing
1: more here. It's, it. yeah, no, it's, it's true. I've had um,
0: sunglasses on for the entire thing because he's just this white.
1: I am very, very white, um... I get a little bit darker in the summer. Okay, but a sunscreen, dude, because yeah. I,
0: I don't want to see you burst into flame out there. Absolutely. My, okay.
1: my dermatologist appreciates. You know. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Awesome, awesome interview. Uh, everybody, check out the MBA at org. Um, check out the Windjammer and the yeah, Windjammer Surf
0: Bar, Atlantic Beach Park. Both of them are on Facebook and the web in general.
1: Awesome. Thank you
0: very much. Yeah, thank you. For more information on the events and businesses in Musquamica Beach, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and at Musquamica.org.